Hi there, and welcome to Introduction into Fan Fiction and How to Write. Uh, my name is Nikki. Of course, some of you may know me as Roy Lover47330 from Quizilla, uh, Nikki Doodle from AO3, otherwise known as Archive of Our Own, or Artsy Doodlebug um, from Wattpad. And I'm on other various writing sites, but um, those are the main ones that I use, mostly AO3 and Wattpad. So uh, check me out if you want. And um, let's get into this whole introduction into fan fiction and how to write. Basically, the reason why you're here is to either learn about my experience or try to figure out things from your for your own self. Um, some topics that we'll be discussing in this uh, podcast will be where to get ideas, character development, starting that first line, uh, having faith in your work, um, and where to publish and the traffic flow. Uh, those are just a few things that we will be discussing about. Obviously, there's more than that, but let's go ahead and get into a little bit about uh, me and my journey through fan fiction so that you guys know uh, my knowledge and where I stand in all of this. Now, I have been writing fan fiction since since I was about 12. Um, I have been writing for far longer than that, but I actually started fan fiction about 12 years old. That's when I started getting into anime, and that's when I started learning about uh, stories that involved anime characters and OCs, or original characters, or reader inserts. Um, So, I have been writing throughout life since before I could actually read or write words. Um, I started writing uh, storybooks as drawing pictures. Um, I was about four years old and then just through life I progressed. I loved reading, I loved writing and um, finding fan fictions has actually helped me improve my writing. I actually have published six books on Amazon um, and you know I, I am to the point where I am more than happy with the way that my fan fictions have went. Um, I love my stories. Uh, other people seem to love them as well. So we're in a, we're in a good position for me telling you a little bit about uh, fan fiction and how to start it. Um, to my knowledge, I'm actually pretty well known through the various writing sites. Um, I've met multiple people through my work, um, people who have been fans of my work all the way back to 2012. Um, So that's pretty cool. So um, let's get into the first step of doing fan fiction, which is mustering the courage to actually write a fan fiction. Whether you're writing for yourself or for an audience, uh, one thing that I have learned from meeting other people and from my own uh, my own self is that you have to have the courage to actually write a fan fiction. As I said, whether it's for yourself, for your own private notebook, or for others, you know, whether you're posting it online or creating a book or, or whatever you might be doing with your work. 
um, finding that courage to actually pick up the pen and not have all this negativity of, oh, well, this is stupid. You know, nobody else will like this. Uh, Why am I even writing this? Forget all of that. Forget that. Because when you write a story, you should not be writing for other people. I know that sounds weird. But the type of mindset that I have after so many years of writing is I'm not writing for other people. I'm writing for myself. If I like it, then there's going to be at least one other person out there in the universe that will like it. You know, if if I write to my standards, there will be other people who have about the same set of standards that I do that will also enjoy it. So as long as I enjoy it, as long as I enjoy what I am producing, that is all that matters. If other people like it, that's great. That's fantastic. But I have never, ever published something that I myself would not go back a day, a week, a month, a year later and not reread myself. Yes, I do go back and reread my own fan fictions because I love them that much. They are that good to me. Um, You know, I'm not going to publish something that I'm not going to go back sometime later and not reread myself. And that I've noticed through the years as I have gained that type of mindset, my writing has actually gotten better. Because why would I go back and reread something that I don't like? Why would I expect other people to go back and reread something, you know, themselves? You know, if I don't like it, then other people aren't going to like it. If I like it, then other people should also like it. I know that that may also fall into the whole, you know, well, different people like different things. I have a group of friends who actually come to find out that one of those friends in my group actually loved she didn't even know me at the time we weren't friends she found me through uh fanfiction.net captain riley by the way captain r-i-l-e-y if you want to go check out my work on there as well um she found me through fanfiction.net and had found me through one of my one piece fan fictions and absolutely loved it it wasn't until years later years down the line when we met each other and she showed me one of her favorite fan fictions that she had ever read and it was my story and to me that was just that was amazing because finding out that a dear friend of mine actually was a fan of my writing before meeting me was just amazing it was it was definitely it was definitely an ego booster not that I'm egotistic I'm not Um, but it definitely gave me that little spark of wow you know I've actually met somebody who I'm really good friends with and they like my writing like that was just that was I believe that was the point when I realized that as long as I like what I'm writing and what I'm producing, other people will like it as well. I think that was a good wake up call for that. So if you can muster the courage to write something that you yourself enjoy, other people will enjoy it as well. Um, And I know that there may be doubts, especially if this is your first time writing or if you think that you know, if you have those negative thoughts in your mind, you know, nobody will like my writing, my writing sucks, I don't like this, you know, it's a lot of self-encouragement that you have to have for yourself. 
sometimes, you know, you just have to post that story, you know, like, oh, well, nobody's going to like it. Sometimes you just have to post it. Um, now, as I said before, you know, if you're not happy with it, then don't do it. But if you're happy with it, but there's still that doubt in your mind saying, oh, well, nobody's going to like this. Post it, dang it. Post it. Because if you like it, there's at least going to be one other person out in this universe that's going to like it as well. Find that courage and post it. Muster up that courage because you, you can do it. I fully believe in you. Like it's, it's easier. I know it's easier said than done, but when you post it and you start getting those comments of people like actually liking your content, like for me, you know, that's a good ego boost, even though once again, I'm not egotistic by any means, but it is, it is a really good, helpful boost to your confidence and it's absolutely amazing when you find like-minded people that love your content and request for more content. I cannot tell you how many times I get requests for either spinoffs or one shots or lemons as we used to call them back in the day. <laughs> um, but yeah, just go out there, post it, or even if it's for your own personal, you know, closed collection if it's for that you know that secret notebook that you keep behind all the rest of your books on the shelf or under your bed or in your desk or wherever you keep it even if it's for your own personal uh you know eyes only as long as you are happy with it continue that story because if you continue that story it's only going to get better now if it's a one shot and you're happy with it do a spinoff of it or, you know, do another one shot that's similar to it. The it's endless. It's an endless opportunity. Just find the courage to write your fan fiction. We're going to take a short ad break. And then we, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, where to get your ideas, character development, um, starting that first line and having faith in your work. So uh, thank you so much for listening. We're going to have a short ad break and I will be right back. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, welcome back, whether you're on your bed, listening to us in the shower or driving your car. Uh, be very careful if you're driving your car. There's a lot of idiots out on the road today. Um, <laughs> anyway, welcome back. Welcome back to Introduction into Fan Fiction and How to Write. As I said, when we come back from that ad commercial, if there was one, I'm not sure. Um, we were going to discuss where to get ideas, character development, starting that first line and having faith in your work. Um, so I'm going to let you guys know where I get my ideas and where I've seen other people get their ideas from. So back in the day, um, I was a poor, poor, poor person, poor person, very poor, <laughs> still kind of am, but that's a different story for a different day. Anyway, back in the day, um, when I was younger, uh, I used to get my ideas from prompt lists. Now you can go onto Google or Firefox or whatever you have for a web browser, uh, Chrome, anything, and you can type in prompt ideas. 
and they will literally give you lists of prompts. Now, what prompts are, are just simple words that can spark an idea. Prompts such as um, like red roses or um, drinking soda or opening letters or mail or playing games or standing in the rain, certain things like that, that could instantly just spark uh, a thought process because like for example standing in the rain you could start a story where it's raining uh, your character is looking out the window uh, everything is fine you know it's kind of gloomy out and da, da 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 you know standing in the rain just started that prompt um opening mail for example you could have the character be a letter carrier who is secretly in love with the girl down the street um, they are a mail carrier and they slip little, little pieces of mail into their mailbox every so often, you know, little love letters or, you know, secret, secret love letters or, you know, whatever. It just, it just, boom, an idea, an idea forms in your head and you're like, okay, let's go with this. Another thing that can do ideas is when I actually started, uh, you know, being not so poor, um, I was big into going to the bookstore and getting um, poem books or books that actually had um, old proverbs or poems or um, prop books. And I would buy those and bring them home. And they are great. They are fantastic for one shots. Let me tell you what. If you are doing a one shot, just a one chapter, one um, page story, they are great to do. Um, They are great to work with literally so many ideas and they work for like I said full-blown stories I have actually done a full-blown story um I don't know like anywhere from 20 chapters on up I have used prompts for for each chapter to make a story um so just it's it's really depends on you and how your brain works but prompts um are a really good way to get story ideas now a lot of times prompts can really work for what are called AUs which is uh, alternate universes so like let's say for example what's popular uh, my hero academia if you are writing my hero academia then, you know, you may use a prompt that makes, you know, the superhero school into a mafia setting. You know, Deku may be the the leader of the mafia. All Might might be the leader of the mafia. Or like, let's say you're writing something for Supernatural. Um, you know, you may find a prompt of a red rose. You know, you may do... Um, a garden AU where I don't know they're in school they're in a gardening club um, you know it's endless possibilities and also I am just pulling these right straight from my head with no thought whatsoever um, so if they sound bad to you that is why but these are just examples these are examples of how you can figure out ideas and where to get them 
but the internet is definitely your friend. Books are your friends. Another way that you can get ideas is what's called, um, I believe, cross dimension, where you take one, let's say, let's go with the Avengers. You take the Avengers setting and maybe you want to mix it with Demon Slayer. Um, you cross the two worlds together to make a Demon Slayer Avenger fan fiction. Um, you know, maybe, maybe the characters from Demon Slayer get teleported somehow with Tony Stark's invention or Bruce, ba Bruce, um, and they get teleported into the Avengers world and maybe they have to help them save the world because maybe demons or monsters have popped up due to some experiment gone wrong. Um, you know, the possibilities are literally endless on any of these ideas. Um, another good way to get ideas is just to briefly read the back of a book. Um, I don't know how many times I have gotten an idea from briefly reading the back of a book and thinking, huh, you know, if I tweak this this way and turn this purple red and, you know, just Game of Thrones it, um, we could really have a good story. And that's, that's with me not even opening the book and seeing what anything's about. That's literally just taking what I've read off the back of the book, which I have done with Stephen King stories before, um, and turning it into something that is my own. Just getting a brief idea of like, oh, you know, um, let's do this this way. So those are just a few of the ways that you can get ideas. Another way to get an idea is with real life experience. Um, there is nothing better than reading a fan fiction that has to deal with real life incidents. I'm talking, you know, family deaths, um, tragedies, uh, family vacations, uh, birthdays, uh, your, your own personal relationships with past exes or current husbands or wives or significant others. Um, there is nothing more real than real life itself. And to take your real life experiences and turn them into a fan fiction, whether you're putting it in Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, um, The Avengers, Supernatural, Green Arrow, whatever, whatever you are writing for, Game of Thrones, I don't care. <laughs> Literally, it's your story. Get an idea for it and just go with it, go with it, run with it and see where it goes because you can always go back and rewrite it later. If you, you know, turn out that you've hit a roadblock or maybe the prompt's not working for you anymore, take another prompt, throw it in there and run with that one. Uh, change the story, you know, just keep going with it. The ideas are endless. Now, Getting to with character development, this is very important because some people only write character times character, which is completely fine. Some people write OC times OC, which is completely fine. Character times OC, character times reader. Now, for some of you who are just getting into fan fiction, you might be thinking, Nikki, what does this mean? What are you talking about? But for those who are seniors like me in this fan fiction, you already know. 
I'm going to explain this a little bit for the people who are just now getting into uh, fan fiction. So basically a character times a character is the characters from the show, like Sam and Dean from Supernatural, you know, you're only writing about the characters in the show. Uh, Sam and Dean, Bobby, uh, Crowley, Cass, just them. Now, if you do a character times an OC, which OC stands for an original character. It is a character that you have thought up out of thin air from your own. Um, maybe you've gotten an idea from yourself, from a friend, from, you know, a prompt, whatever. This is a character of your own creation. Now, character times OC means maybe you're pairing that character up with Dean Winchester or Crowley or Cass, you know, to have a friendship, a love, a hate, whatever relationship. Um, a reader insert, a character times a reader insert is simply the reader insert. There is no description whatsoever to this character, unlike you would have for an OC. For an OC, you know, they may have blonde hair and big boobs, um, or brown hair and muscles. Uh, for a reader insert, there is absolutely no description to this character whatsoever. You leave everything blank. You leave it to the reader's imagination. You leave the eye color, you know, to whatever the reader wants to wants to have it as. The hair color, the height, the weight, the ethnicity, um, the the gender. Sometimes, a lot of times, reader inserts they are female, but sometimes they're. Uh, gender neutral or they, there's no gender whatsoever just described um, non-binary whatever but basically reader insert is just you let the reader themselves you know insert whatever they want to whether it's themselves or another character that they have whatever um, you just leave it open to ideas um, now when developing a character you can literally develop a character from anything um, another story uh, prompts. I know I keep going back to prompts, but prompts can literally help you with anything. Um, another story, um, you're yourself. It's not uncommon for people to, to insert themselves as an original character and, you know, tweak, tweak certain things, whether it's body size or personality or, you know, whatever, give them superpowers, whatever. Um, but a lot of times character development, you know, you start off simple and just getting a feel for your character. You know, you may in the first chapter explain that your character has, you know, gray hair and silver eyes and is very muscular and is, is male or, um, you know, so on and so forth. And then later on you add in, um, you know, that, you know, oh, they're mean and stone cold, but later on in the story, you know, they maybe ease up a little bit to a certain character, or, you know, they just get worse and worse because of a tragic event that happened. Character development is very important for a story. Um, I cannot tell you how many times I have read a story and have stopped reading because the character development was just, it was either all over the place or there was none. Um, so character development is very important to get the flow of the story going and character development for even and not even an original character but for a main character like uh Deku from My Hero Academia you know you could you could develop him to be you know you know scared in the beginning and then having the the 
courage of all might at the end of the story. You know, that's amazing. That's great. But just be careful when developing your character and going through the story. Definitely never, ever, ever rush a character development. Don't have them going from sad to just all of a sudden, you know, after a tragic event, don't have them be like sad and depressed and then just in the next chapter they're just all woo it's happy happy days yeah you know i won the lottery or you know whatever happened um add a build-up add an intense build-up to that moment you know they may be sad but maybe somebody comes into their life and that person is warming them up warming them up warming them up and then boom something happens something tragic happens to make that person uh, to make that character reflect on, you know, everything that has happened and then push out the development into a whole new light. If that makes sense. I really hope that makes sense. It makes sense to me, but it may not, may not make sense to the new writers. So let me know. (laughs) Um, so with our character developed, whether, like I said, you're going with an original character reader insert or character that's already developed from the story from the show the story whatever um you have to start with that first line and i know it may not seem very important but that first line can literally determine the fate of the story i don't know how many times i have written something and been like instantly got an idea of where this is going to go how this is going to go and everything else in between. So starting that first line is going to be very important uh, for a lot of you guys who are writing, especially if you are someone who can see certain plot points. And what I mean by that is you know where you want your story to go, but you don't know how to get there. Um, Like myself, I know where I want my story to go. I know I want point A to happen, point B to happen, and point C to happen. But I don't know how to connect point A, point B, and point C through the story. So starting off that first line is going to determine on where point A is going to come into play, where point B is going to come into play, and then ending with point C. Um, So make sure that you have, um, like I said, use prompts, use the back of books, um, you know, lay there and think. And also another thing that you can do for starting that first line is listen to music lyrics. I didn't really cover this on where to get ideas, um, back just a little bit ago, but also music lines from music is a really good place to get that ideas flowing. Um, I don't know how many times I have used Lincoln Park or Breaking Benjamin to help me start a story. Um, can you tell that my stories are a lot of angst because they kind of are. Anyway, um, starting that first line is very important. You know, you want to sit and think, um, if it doesn't come natural to you, um, if it does come natural to you, just go with the flow, go with the flow. Um, you know, start that first line. If you're happy with it, keep going. If you're not happy with it, don't go any further, erase what you've got and restart it. The key to all of this is as long as you are happy with it, that is all that matters. Other people will come out of the woodworks and be happy with it too. Granted, you're going to have people who don't like it, people who try to bully you into not wanting to finish it, 
But gosh dang it, finish it because you will be happy with it in the end. If you are happy with it starting in the middle, you're going to love it when it's finished. Trust me on that. Um, But that first line is very important. Uh, Following with that, you have to have faith in your work. If you don't have faith in your work, then it all crumbles down. Having faith is a big, big aspect in the fan fiction writing. Having faith is very important. If you don't have faith, then how can you possibly continue writing? You know, if you're constantly contradicting yourself, thinking, oh, this is stupid, or oh, this isn't going to work, or whatever along those lines, how can you possibly continue the story and make it into something good? Because if you are in that mindset of you know, oh, well, this is garbage, nobody's going to like this, then then you're going to produce garbage work. You're going to not care about your work, and therefore you're going to produce something that you don't care about that's going to turn out like crap, um, and people aren't going to find it very appealing. This is why I stress to have faith in yourself, have faith in your work. If you love it, someone else out there is going to love it as well. I cannot stress this enough. This is key number one. Please have faith in your work. If you love it, someone else is going to love it too. With that being said, we are going to take another quick ad break. And when we come back, we will finish up this uh, introduction into fan fiction and how to write. Um, the next key points are going to be, if you don't have faith in your work, try co-writing with somebody. If you have somebody that you trust and you know is good at ideas or writing, co-write with somebody. And then we're going to end it up with where to publish, with what type of traffic flow you want for your story. And we're going to end the segment with the conclusion of everything. We'll be right back after this short ad break. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back. Welcome back to Introduction into Fan Fiction and How to Write. I hope that ad wasn't too long for you. I hope you enjoyed it. And if there was no ad, then I look like a complete and utter fool. (laughs) So welcome back. Welcome back. Um, We are going to hop into the last two pieces of Introduction into Fan Fiction and How to Write, uh, which is if you have a lack of faith in your work, find a co-writer. You know, it could be a friend online. It could be a friend in real life. It could be literally your parents you know you know you know you may have a dad or mom who's a bookworm um you know and wants to write a story or may give you ideas for your story uh but literally you know if you don't believe that your work is sufficient um have another set of eyes uh for a co-writer if you're into that type of thing if you're not just ignore everything that i'm saying you know if you want your secret notebook to be kept secret ignore what I'm saying. But for the people who want to publish online or publish their own book or whatever, um, you know, I'm no stranger to co-writing. Uh, I have found it very appealing, um, especially if you can find someone who's on the same wavelength as you. Um, co-writing is a very nice way to, uh, boost your own, um, boost your own love for your work uh, especially if you're having somebody else write one chapter and you write another or you co-write a chapter together or you even role play to write a chapter that's a thing too that we may do a whole other um podcast on let me know um but 
if you can just find someone to co-write with, then you open up a whole other door of possibilities if you have a lack of faith in your own work. Um, because you have another person who, you know, can boost your confidence. You have another person who can go and read your chapter and be like, man, this was a good chapter or read your paragraph and be like, man, you know, this is a good paragraph. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to give, um, the, the energy for the next paragraph and the next chapter. And then you read their, their writing and you're like, wow, man, you know, this idea that we came up with together or, you know, my idea or their idea or whatever, who came up with whatever you're co-writing together. You're seeing the different ideas flowing into one set story. It's amazing. It's literally the most amazing feeling I have ever felt when writing a story. Uh, co-writing is great. It definitely boosts uh, your ability to write um, if you have the right partner. I can't stress that enough. Having the right partner is definitely, you know, key to all of this. But co-writing is great. It's fantastic. And if you, like I said, I can't stress this enough. If you lack faith in your work, find someone else to help you with your work. Um, and there's no shame in it either. I know several stories who, several people who have written stories who co-write together and they are amazing stories because not only do you have an idea, but you have two ideas into one story, two brains into one story versus one brain into the story. It's amazing. Oh my goodness. I can't stress this enough. Now, where to publish your story there are several sites to publish on and each of them have a different type of traffic flow um the main ones that i publish on now that seem to have the most traffic flow the one that seems to have the most traffic flow is ao3 which is archive of our own um if you want your story to be found super quick it is the easiest way to maneuver through stories you find exactly what you're looking for, you know, the tags, add your tags, people. Tags are very important. It goes for tags. Um, if you want to, if you want your story found quick, uh, if you want it read, read and get reviews back lickety split like that, then definitely archive of our own or AO3. Um, if you're more of the, you know, I'm going to post this and don't really care about the views or care about the the comments. I'm just really into writing this and I just want this posted out there. Then maybe you should go with Wattpad. W-A-T-T-P-A-D.com. Wattpad.com. Um, so Wattpad is more of a, it takes longer to find stuff they're kind of disorganized with the way that you search for things. You use tags again for it, but it's kind of, they show the most popular stories first, uh, regardless of what you search up. Like, uh, Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones. That is a very popular story on my Wattpad, uh, my most popular story. Um, I believe it's called Taken. Tywin Lannister. Some of you may have read it. Some of you may not. You may know exactly what I'm talking about, but on Wattpad, it is my most popular story and it tends to show up first on the list because they go with, with, uh, the popularity of the stories. The popular ones are going to be first. And then you've got the newer ones that are lower down on the list. Um, depending on what tag you search up, um, it goes by a tag rating, uh, you know, rank ranked one through like 
ten, a hundred thousand, or however many tags there are of that story. So if you want, you know, your work to just get read over time, Wattpad is great. If you want your story read right right away, I suggest AO3, Archive of Our Own. Um, and there are other websites too. Uh, Quotive. Uh, fanfiction.net which I have not used in the longest time that's just kind of been disowned because there's there's a lot of trolls on fanfiction so if you have uh, if you don't have a hardened skin I wouldn't really post on fanfiction um, and a lot of stories I've noticed are incomplete on fanfiction like a lot of people just leave fanfiction and go join AO3 or Wattpad um, but I would definitely suggest AO3 or Wattpad for your work. Um, I hope to see, I hope to run across some of your guys' work. Um, I really do. I really love reading and writing fan fiction. And I hope you guys enjoy your time. Message me on either archive of our own or AO3 or I'm sorry AO3 is archive of our own I'm getting ahead of myself um message me on AO3 or Wattpad Wattpad actually has a nice messaging system that you can message me on um once again I am artsy doodle bug artsy doodle bug on Wattpad message me on there if you guys happen to hear this podcast and uh, let me know if I've helped you at all into introduction for fan fiction and how to write and also read some of my content while you're there you know you never know you might like it but anyway thank you guys for listening um I will try to post at least once a week if not several times a week here on the podcast wherever you have listened to me on whether it's uh, it's uh, anchor or itunes or wherever thank you guys so much for listening and i really hope that you guys have enjoyed and that you guys will continue to write or take that first dive into that first line of your first fan fiction anyway my name is nikki and thank you guys so much for listening and i hope you guys have a pleasant evening afternoon or night wherever you are thank you guys so much